0: This is What's the Story. I'm Kim Burns, and I'm here with Jeffrey Stein.
1: Hi, Kim. Jeffrey, how's it going? It's good. Okay, we're down on West... uh, 39th. 39th, in the last two blocks of the Garment District, Okay. between 8th and 9th Street.
0: Right, and you have to walk through uh, Times Square if you take the subway or the (laughs) shuttle from Grand Central. And it's hot, and there's a million people in New York, but like we didn't know that.
1: And it's nice and air conditioned in my studio, yeah, so it's wonderful. hopefully it's an oasis. Uh,
0: so I'm in Jefferson's <laughs> studio. Uh, this is a painter, collage artist. Uh, so many ways to describe Jeffrey, who is also described as a recovering lawyer. And when did you leave law?
1: Uh, I last practiced full time in 2000. Then I was a contract lawyer for about another three years on vacations from law, from art school. And I've kept my license, but I haven't really practiced since uh, 2002, 2003. Because
0: you've been so incredibly busy doing such great work. (laughs) But it's true.
1: Thank you. I've been, uh, I actually like listening to the continuing legal education tapes and occasionally I help someone do a pro bono thing. You go down to housing court with them or you help them write a nasty letter to their insurance company. Well,
0: that's good. So that makes you feel like you didn't go to school for nothing, right? Still have your hand in it a little bit.
1: (laughs) Very little bit.
0: So let's talk about what's happening now. Currently you are represented by the Minster Gallery in the UK.
1: I am. Uh, sadly, the Lionheart Gallery where I was for about five years, the owner died. I remember, that clo- we talked about this closed, on the radio. And um, I'm currently looking for a new gallery. And in the meantime, I'm doing a lot of group shows and juried shows. And uh, trying to place things online in blogs and magazines.
0: So how does that work with placing things online? What does that mean? Uh, you,
1: you learn about a blog or a magazine and you submit a story proposal to them. Okay. You send them your work. You send them artist statements and links to other interviews. And sometimes they bite, sometimes they don't. Right. And... Uh, Well, let's talk about what you're really
0: working on right now, which is these important collages that are portraits, and the portraits are made up of the important works normally associated with the particular individual. So let's be very specific about one that I'm looking at right now, which is the great Ruth Bader
1: Ginsburg. Yes, this one is in progress. It's 30 inches by 30 inches on canvas. And it's done with uh, Justice Ginsburg's dissent from the Hobby Lobby case. It has the white collar she often wears when she's reading dissents. So it will be called the dissent collar. Um, Previously, I did uh, RBG, which was my first portrait of Justice Ginsburg. And that was done with her opinion from the Vermont Military Institute uh, case, which uh, allowed women for the first time to attend that institution.
0: Well, I mean, she's iconic, particularly amongst progressive women now, and she's always been that person, but somehow (laughs) somehow, we've all discovered her more recently.
1: Yeah, after she's been doing, she's been an an advocate, she's uh, litigated for women's rights uh, for years and years before becoming a judge and before going on to the court, and she definitely seems to be having a moment now, which is why I thought that she would be the perfect um, person for me to do a portrait of. I try to use um, materials from the subject's world uh, so rather than a Renaissance portraitist, portraitist would show a dog to show loyalty, rather than showing the dog I, I take papers from the person's world and make the collage out of that.
0: Right, so that's what makes it so fascinating. So I have two questions then. Uh, how do you get a hold of the, the important papers that you're then of course cutting up into a million pieces? In most cases, are these uh, documents readily available to the public? Yeah, the
1: uh, court, uh, yes. The, the, the Ginsburg uh, material is uh, federal cases which are public documents and you can go online and download them and I make copies of them. And I, I play with uh, blowing the text up or down, making it lighter or darker. So what I would like to end up with is a palette of grays to use in the collage in the same way that a, an academic painter or draftsperson would use gray, I uh, would use a variety of shades in a portrait.
0: Right, so when you're actually creating the likeness, which is amazing, uh, uh, President Trump, all the other people that we're going to talk about, all the late-night uh, great kings and queens of comedy. Uh, how do you make these faces so incredibly lifelike out of paper that has words all over it? Are you creating that picture first, or you, you can't possibly do this in your mind and then apply it to the paper?
1: No, I can't. No. Uh, what I do is I do a drawing from a photograph taken from the internet or a series of photographs I would then blow up that drawing onto the canvas, and I then begin working on the, I would do the background to surround the, the head and the face, then I would go in and I would work on the darks, and then the middle tones, and then the lights, and then the highlights using a variety of different texts. Um,
0: do you kind of know what you, you think it's gonna look like in the end when you're going into it? No. Because, for example, uh, The Justice, uh, both of these portraits, uh, her look, her stance, and the expression on her face are completely different.
1: Yes. Uh, I try to make the portraits uh, not all looking in the same direction, not having the same pose. I like to mix it up so that there's some visual variety, uh, especially if you're doing uh, two portraits that are more portraits of the same person. mm mm-hmm. um, I do have a sense of working within the 30 by 30 square. I'm trying to I usually crop part of the head uh, to create tension within that uh, symmetrical rectangle.
0: Now, are you choosing figures such as President Trump or Justice because they're well known figures and because there are, are, quote, public documents associated with these people? Or is it somebody that you are interested in? How are you choosing your subjects? Aside from, we're looking at a piece right now in the studio of a commission piece for a friend of a friend.
1: It was a college friend of mine, actually a good friend, and he uh, was involved in energy futures and that. Uh, The collage of him is done using New York Times articles on alternative energy and climate change, and then the background is done with the federal regulation that allows people with solar electricity to sell it back to the utility.
0: Now in this case, I see a bit of color, so I just want to tell the listeners that uh, Jeffrey's also working with uh, paint while doing these collages.
1: I am. Uh, Collage is a very interesting medium because you can correct it. You can collage over it, you can paint over it with acrylic, and then you can collage over the paint. Sometimes I'll sand the surface to get back to a previous layer, and it's really a very forgiving medium, although a very slow one. Slow because you
0: have to let it dry, and then you have to wait, and then you have to see? Well,
1: you also have to cut out very specific, uh, often intricate pieces of text to put in to make the likeness. Um, Rather than drawing with a pencil, I'm drawing with a knife, cutting out paper, and then applying it to the canvas, so it's a much slower process. And then, as you said, you have to let it dry.
0: So this goes back to uh, Picasso, who supposedly uh, termed uh, collage as a medium. Are you a big fan of Picasso?
1: Huge fan, always have been, Uh, uh, you know, and, he would use collage for the backgrounds as he was doing cuba- cubism. I was going to say the cu-
0: cubism thing, because when you think about it, all the distorted faces, and they weren't, they weren't linear, and they were pieced together, yep. and you still saw
1: a whole. Yes, and that was his brilliance. Right. Um, I'm, I'm looking for a likeness, but I also would like it to work abstractly. Um, and what I like about the, the collage and the text is that it reads as text on some level on your unconscious mind, and yet at a distance it becomes tone. And very often what I would do is I would work, look for differences in the paper in the way it would yellow. So the New York Times has a different amount of acid in it than the Wall Street Journal, so there would be a different color as it ages and also I would glaze over it often with uh, acrylic so that I would bring color to the darkness of the text. So
0: there's a big question there. If you're using newspaper, of course it does yellow so dramatically, particularly in sunlight, versus printing something off of the internet for some a federal report or what have you, which that paper isn't gonna yellow at the same rate. Are you doing something in particular to uh, secure the, the color
1: once you're finished? Be- The, um, all of these collages are, are, I use a matte medium to adhere the paper to the canvas, and it would get multiple, the paper gets multiple coats of the adhesive, uh, the matte medium, as I'm putting it on, and then afterwards it gets two complete coats, which seals the paper, which will prevent much of the yellowing. It's not, you know, it's not archival, in the way oil paint is but also it's of our time. Right,
0: but it doesn't have to be no. because the beauty of these is that there's so much variation and you expect it and it gives it depth. Yes. So, let's talk about the late night kings and queens of comedy. You did a huge series on that. They're tremendous. Why did you choose that famous people funny people
1: <laughs> you're just drawn to well, late night. I I what happened was I was in London at an artist residency, and I completed a Boris Johnson collage using. He's back. He's back. Yes. Well, he was mayor then, and now he's back. Yep. And I was using the giveaway papers from the tube and the tube maps, and it was the first Republican debate, and I realized that a certain Mr. Donald Trump, then candidate, his hair looked a lot like Boris's, and I thought. I was
0: thinking that. Oh boy. Wouldn't it be great
1: to blow up Trump? to huge size and use some of his corporate bankruptcy papers to do it. So that's what I did. (laughs) And that piece was shown in October 2015. And I was praying at that time, please let him not drop out before I show this piece. Right. And you got to be careful what you ask. I was going to say, watch what you wish for. What happened was it was a large piece. It was six feet wide, wide by five feet tall. And it took six or seven weeks, and I was tired of spending all this time with Mr. Trump. I was going to say. And so I was watching watching late night shows at my lunch hour, and I started doing um, Larry Wilmore's collage, and I showed it to Susan Grisham, the gallery director at The Lionheart, and she said, I love this. Why don't you do a show? Do other late night hosts, and that then became... Uh, a show of 12 late-night hosts that was up at the Lionheart in Pound Ridge.
0: Well, you've done Colbert, you've done Samantha B. I do have to say that we need an update on David Letterman. I doesn't did look classic. anything, does not look anything like the one that you did, I mean, with the beard now. and the, I will
1: plead guilty. I yes. did classic Letterman.
0: Ah, uh, there you go. Because
1: I didn't know if it was just uh, if he was doing the beard while he was on hiatus and it was going to disappear.
0: But it has it not. Has not.
1: How, so, and
0: Trevor Noah, the, the one I'm looking at now, it's spectacular. Uh, but he's been around now for a while, so he looks like a real young man in this, which is interesting.
1: It is, um, and actually, uh, if you go on my site, you can, which is Jeffrey Stein, G E O F F R E Y S T E I N dot com, you can see uh, the late night collages, and the Trevor Noah one is. Approximately half of the head is the blue of the, the background of the canvas, and then the other half is collaged, and it speaks to the many worlds he comes from.
0: Right, right. And his very interesting upbringing. Yes. So uh, I do love Bill Maher. Also, yes. there, there's so many to love. Bill, it, Bill was
1: a great one done with. Um,
0: it's an incredible likeness from by High the way. Times. From High Times, why uh, not? Because he, it's Bill Maher. Because he's an advocate, exactly. He's an advocate. And
1: he partakes of the. Uh, <laughs> yes, he does, and he's
0: happy to tell you about it. So, uh, who's who's next? Who's who's your ultimate that you haven't done yet?
1: Um. I am the next one up is going to be Michael Bloomberg. Um, oh God,
0: he deserves it.
1: He deserves it. He's. I thought he was a tremendous mayor. I wished. He I wish would he'd have run for president. Run for president. Um, uh, the London Gallery is um, trying to put together a show in a pop up space in the city of London, and one of the spaces they're looking at is with Bloomberg Inc. So we thought that would be a good one to do.
0: But it's sort of endless on the amount of material you could use to do the collage.
1: Yes. Right. Uh, you could do stuff from his machine. You could do stuff from the stock. You could do stuff from the newspaper. I mean, ticker tape stuff. you could
0: do, You could yeah.
1: do stuff from the business magazines. From No, it's endless, which is fascinating for me.
0: It is. It's so great. So besides Bloomberg, he's got... How about any bad guys?
1: Um, well, I'm sure... Tr- as you said on the wall, there's individual one, which is my Trump, my latest Trump uh, portrait, oh, the Mueller which report. is done with the Mueller report. And um, I'm trying to get out of the Trump business. I I like the idea of doing the Justice Ginsburg collage because she's someone I admire. She's tremendous career. She stood up for what she believed in. She's incredible. <laughs> Just a yeah, one but I mean the robot. only problem
0: with the Mueller report is that so few people have actually read it and it's hard to read after it's in the collage. <laughs> and a lot of people probably don't want President Trump looking at them in their office space or their family room. So what do we do now?
1: Well, I'm not trying to make unsellable work, but I <laughs> felt I had to. Having read the Mueller report, I felt I had to do. This. Oh, you
0: were you were one that I was one read of it. The small. I was one of the 48 pages people. of it. Yes. Right,
1: right. It uh, makes quite interesting reading. Yeah. So well, no, no. I, I wish we could make Congress read it. But it's that's been a different suggested.
0: Issue. It's yeah. been suggested. So, uh, who, who else? What about villains? What, let's talk about some villains well, out there okay, that would. When be I was interesting. doing the
1: credit crunch, I did um, made off. And um,
0: and I know you did a whole series on uh, some of the the guys at the Fed, and so you've covered yeah. some pretty
1: yeah. Big no, I, I've been very fortunate. I in '09, and '09, I did a series called "Irrational Exuberance," talking about the actors in the credit crisis and the, the de- recession. And I did Greenberg and Bernanke and Geithner and Madoff. And um, uh, and then, ultimately, uh, money manager um, Greg Fisher uh, bought some of the Fed portraits and began collecting Fed chairs, and I've now done five for him. And, so uh,
0: that's fabulous.
1: It's fabulous. He's been very generous, and what a great project. Uh, so the last one was um, Powell. So uh, I look forward to- Where when- is Powell? <laughs> I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, he's he's staying low. I, I think there may be a, a another a sixth one in Greg's collection shortly. Ah, so there you go. Um, but uh, so,
0: what other artists are doing collage work presently? Oh boy, because I, I, your work is so impeccable, and honestly, I don't see enough of it where it has the the depth that yours does. I, I don't think it's that common a, a medium. It
1: isn't. A lot of Modern artists, Bradford is one who uses debris uh, from the world uh, to create patterns and sands it and builds it, And um, but that's different. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I know a woman in London who uses pieces of the FT in very detailed figure drawings and portraits of people. There'll be an article of them. She'll do a portrait and use that story, but she's using it differently than I am. Hers are really drawings with collaged background.
0: Right, I've, yeah, I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. I've said, No, but this is very different. I think everybody needs to take a look at your, your website to really understand how it is. And what I'd love to tell the listeners is there's so many people that have the creative bent like you did, but how do you get from... A to Z, really. How do you even <laughs> jump off the corporate or legal train?
1: I, I was very, very, very fortunate. I've always made, I've always made visual art, uh, going back to when I was a kid, and I studied product design before I went to college at Bard, and um, when I was a lawyer in New York, I was taking classes at night and on weekends, and.
0: It's sort of like you have to, and they say this to people, you, you got to keep your day job and you got to work twice as hard yeah.
1: and, and do what, everything. What I was very fortunate. What happened is my wife, who's also a lawyer, heard me complaining about being a lawyer and not having enough time to go to art school and to do art. And she basically said, if you want to go to art school, go, go and paint. But if you don't do it, you can never, ever complain about being a lawyer again. So there's a little bit of tough love and she pushed me out of the nest and well, uh, it's been well, fabulous. Well, she was like,
0: "Who wants to be married to a guy who's complaining every day?"
1: It's, <laughs> Precisely. It's really a drag. Um, so that that I've been very fortunate to have a supportive spouse who's become a patron of the arts.
0: Okay. So what what's next? You have a show coming up. Um, I know that you're spending time in London and doing all sorts of work here in New York City.
1: I went to I went to I got my MFA from the Slate School of Fine Art in London, so I have contacts there, and I'm back and forth there. Uh, three or four times a year. I'm working to put together a body of work for the show in London. And in the meantime, I'm applying to various uh, jurid shows in New York and the U.S.
0: Great. So if somebody's interested in buying a piece from you or commissioning a piece, they can reach you through your website? Yes.
1: uh, It's Jeffrey Stein, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y-S-T-E-I-N. I love doing commissions. And I also have prints of RBG individual one and when it's finished the descent collar that are for sale and you can see those on my website.
0: Right. And those are very reasonable for people who just want to copy. It's fun. It's an interesting piece. It's a kind of, this work is a conversation piece. I mean all art should be, but literally it's you know, a conversation piece. It's very, very
1: reasonable. I want it's high quality photographic prints and it's a hundred dollars for a 24 by 18 print at this point plus five bucks for shipping right so it's, um, wonderful. so it's reasonable and people can afford it and you can pop it into a pre-made frame so you don't spend an arm and a getting a framed
0: there you go okay jeffrey stein thank you for talking to me today
1: kim thank you so much great talking to you
0: thanks this is uh kim burns with what's the story in new york city talking to jeffrey stein